Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What? Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. And welcome to the live audience. There it is. If you want to do a little bit of that, head on over to patreon.com backslash hardnicksnight. Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please... Subscribe to the one podcast that thinks about every little detail to bring you the best quality show. And what I'm speaking about right now is Blandy. Blandy went out on Black Friday and finally, after fucking, I don't know, how long has he been doing this show, Barry? Uh, I don't know, I think two, two years. Two years of listening to that fucking squeaky chair and it probably adding at least 30 minutes of editing time to me every night having to edit out that amongst many fucking sounds that come from Jason's room (laughs) that I can't explain there's no way that's true it's true I have to basically pull your mic out whenever you're not talking and it's long stretches thank god I don't buy it noise from what your jewelry there's jewelry over there (laughs) jewelry yes what are you talking about there's some breathing. There's just squeak, and they're squeaking. The, the chair is squeaking. We had to get you to WD forty your chair again yes, last week. Yes, the chair. The I agree. I don't know about anything else though. I don't know. What you're so this about. is a new chair. Can you can you move around it? Let's see what happens. What? There's nothing wow. there. Silence. Yep. Hey, that that is incredible. That is how much we care over here. Big shout out to to Amazon. Not you didn't do. I thought you were doing a Staples Black Friday. I was, and then I found a better deal at Amazon, and I didn't have to physically leave the house. So that's a plus. Please subscribe to the one podcast that spends two minutes talking about a fucking chair to kick off the show. Up oh, and there he is with the straw. Straw. Disgusting. If you're looking to place a bet, do what Barry does. Barry, how's the betting going over on betonline.ag? I was kicking myself the other day, Craig. I was kicking uh. myself because I was I really thought the Knicks were going to hold a close game and they were getting six and a half points and I didn't have the fucking guts to pull the trigger and bet on my Knicks. I should have done it. For the Atlanta we, game? The Atlanta game? No, the Nets game. Knicks were oh, getting six game. and a half points. And I knew the Knicks were going to wow. play good that night. I knew they were going to keep it close, which they nah. did. I would have won if I took the Knicks. And I was a coward. You know what? I, th- that was smart. That was smart. You really thought it was going to be that close? I thought it was going to be a close game, yeah. I thought they were going to be, you know, all excited and pumped up and um, about, you know, the, knowing what the new rotation was going to be, being comfortable. The whole thing. And, uh, you know, coming off the Atlanta win, all of that. I thought they were going to keep it close, and they did. But even even with the news that day of 
of like certain players on the Knicks being sick. Well, there you go. That that was a little troubling when you heard Mitchell Robinson and RJ were questionable. Yeah, then that I did right. have have a little bit. Of Is that, that why you didn't place the bet? No, I probably wouldn't have anyway. Like I okay. said, I'm I've been I've been very. Uh, trigger shy as of late all right well you can head on over to the new updated desktop or mobile website sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus b-l-e-a-v 50 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts but craig let me tell you this i'm gonna oh, vow this me. to you you and know everybody when you, else like we say to jay all the time you don't have to say let me tell you this <laughs> I am going to bet the Knicks every game from here on out until I lose. You just have to lose once to stop. Yeah, which sounds like a nothing thing, but I'm, I'm <laughs> it telling you, I'm gonna. Thing. You're gonna bet every. So you. Oh okay. yeah, whether they're favored or not favored, I'm gonna take the Knicks every game. Not money line, but you know, with okay. or without the points, I'm gonna take the Knicks from here on out because that's how good I think the Knicks are gonna play from here on out, and we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. You think you're going to be winning more than losing then? I do. Wait, you think you're going to be winning more than losing or the Knicks are going to be winning more than Both. losing? Both. Both, guys. Taking the Knicks. Right now it's you're like win one, lose one, win one, lose one. But I think we're going to be winning more. You're taking yeah, the you? Knicks to win every night. I'm taking the Knicks to win every night. Well, again, sometimes they're going to be like against the Bulls. I'm sure they're not favored. So they'll be getting some points. So even if the Knicks lose, but if they only lose by a little, I'll still win. Okay. I don't want to. People are yawning in the audience, Barry. Okay. So. Just gonna throw that out there. That's me, actually. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have lost two of three games. Ah! However, I've never felt so fucking good having won one of three games. I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it. Thibodeau announces that Kemba is out of the rotation. Big shocker. Alec Burks is the starting point guard of this team moving forward. Blandy has been saying for. Long time now. Kemba will not be removed from the starting lineup. Blandy. What? Yeah. When did I say that? Over and over and over. That's what I said? Yes. You said you cannot not start Kemba Walker. You All can't right. you can't bring Kemba Walker off the bench. When was he's that? Not the even, beginning of the season? He's not even not coming off he's not even not coming off the bench. He's not playing. Beginning of the season, when we signed him, everything. This year. This All year. Right, but so that before he played? No, while he was playing. I don't know what you're talking about. Where's this fantastic memory Barry speaks of so much? I Listen, you want to tell me, I said you can't take Julius Randle out of the starting lineup. That's fine. I don't think I ever was married to Kemba Walker. Oh, yeah, I said sure. he had a start. Okay. But this just into the Zoom chat here is a trade in the works. Do you think we're going to move Kemba Walker? I mean, it's possible if there's something out there for him. I don't is know there, if there anything is out there for him? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you don't know. I mean, listen, and, I, I don't think he's done. I think he just doesn't he doesn't fit here with us right now, the way things are. I mean, that's that that's is, why that Tibbs took point. him out of the rotation. Right. It doesn't work. He could fit on another team. I, clearly, defensively and offensively, we are worse when he's on the floor, but it might not be like that for somebody else. And the thing is, if you're going to trade Kemba Walker, you better get a piece in here that is going to work with the team, that is fitting a need, you know, that, that that's going to supplant somebody else to the bench, you know. Um, and, and I don't know if there's a guy out there that's yeah. going to make well, sense. I mean, there's get? nothing that screams out at you. Yeah. Obviously, we know that there's guys that want out 
of their current teams, but with Kemba making nine million dollars or less, you right. know, you have to it, make you're gonna the, be hard the, pressed to find uh, the salary's got to match up. This might be surprising, but I wouldn't hate even a little more depth at the center position because our guys have been so banged up in and out. Can I just up. tell you a little as much as you know, Robinson can make such a huge difference, and Noel can be such a difference maker, and the comfort that we all feel when Taj is out on the floor. A part of me gets a little excited. When I know there's one less center because it tells me, oh, there may be a few Obi and Randall minutes. And that's the only way Obi's getting fucking minutes because he's being fucking cock blocked right now by Randall. And it's a fucking damn shame. Yeah, I mean, you're right, though. We have Taj, Nerlens, Mitch, and Jericho. It's, but it's really Taj, Nerlens, and Mitch. Right. And, and we like all of them. <laughs> but, but there could definitely be an upgrade there. We don't have anyone that you can really count on every night to, to have a great game. You know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get in more into this. But Thibodeau made that decision after a ninety nine after our ninety nine to ninety win against the Hawks, in which Alex Burke started that game. All right, and then we obviously played the Nets, lost by two to the Nets. Julius Randle twenty four points, nine rebounds, eight assists in forty minutes. He looked great out there with Kemba not getting off the bench. Seemed a lot more comfortable. Alec Burks with his second huge game in a row. Over the past two games against Atlanta and Brooklyn, 48 points, 12 boards, eight assists, four steals. Big numbers for him. Yeah, and he's been it's been more than just a couple of games. I mean, he's been really throughout most of the season, he's been super efficient, super consistent. No matter, you know, whether it was in a, you know, bench role or now into the starting role. Yeah, but these two games, I mean, let's face it, two games starting at point guard. Yeah, No one else on the team in that position has come anywhere close to that kind of production. I mean, maybe Derrick Rose, but but that's, but I mean, Kemba obviously nowhere close. I, I'm surprised that none of us were calling for this change before. We just thought now. it was unlikely because we, we, we said this before. We didn't want to screw up the second unit. And then, I mean, again, I didn't think that Kemba would be relegated to the bench this quickly. You know, I'm glad that it happened. I love that it happened because I, I am in total agreement with Tibbs. I think it's the best thing for this team. But I yeah. just thought it was far-fetched for that to happen, you know, with the whole hoopla that surrounded his coming here. We saw Burks play the point last year. And like, I, like even like, I just don't see him as a point, as a point guard. He's not a traditional point guard. That's, that's for sure. The whole thing, though, is it, is it going to make the offense run better? And by putting him as a point guard, and yes, he's not a traditional point guard, that's going to allow Julius Randle to run as a point forward at least 50% of the possessions. And now you got Alec doing more off-ball stuff, and you know we've seen the way he shot the ball from three this year. He's like fourth in the NBA in three-point percentage. Um, and and you know every, I, I just think that it gives this offense a lot more continuity, um, and it's going to make Julius a better player. You know, well, getting down, himself down a little stretch, bit closer to where he was. He was on the floor with quickly and Rose down the stretch in, yesterday, right? Against the yeah. Nets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of last season, Thibodeau was using Alec Burks as a point guard yeah. when when we had some injuries and especially to finish games. Right. But yeah, I don't think there's any, there's nothing but positives that come out from Alec Burks starting a point, even though he's not a traditional point guard, you know, the size of him, the defense, Huge Absolutely. upgrades, the shooting from three, obviously. The fact that, like Barry said, Julius gets to be the point forward and is just more comfortable running the offense through him and gives him, like, you could just tell he's more comfortable out there and has more of a purpose. And he's more like he was last season. He's so much He's so much better, it seems, without having to worry about, 
oh, Kamba's the point guard. He's more of a traditional point guard. He's going to bring up the ball. He's going to handle it. it yeah, it's, the, everything the just thing seems like, better. Yeah. The other thing I like about this particular rotation that's going on is, and I don't know if it's because RJ was sick the other night or not, but you know, he was the first one pulled out, right? And Rose came in and you just slide Alec Burks to the number three. And then RJ comes back to play with the second unit. So I think a bulk of RJ's minutes might be with that unit. And it just gives you so much more flexibility and versatility. And it allows him to play around the lineup, especially knowing that Tibbs likes to run with guys that are hot late in games. You can see where you need to plug somebody in. The other good thing is that like the bench, there's still enough firepower off the bench. You got IQ, Obi, Derek Rose, Noel. And it really, it gives you what you want, which is like a nine-man rotation. So the guys are all getting more minutes. You're not spreading minutes over 10, 11 players. And that's going to make everyone on the team happier. You know, it's going to give everyone just more time on the court. It's going to make everything, it should make everything gel a little bit more. For sure. I mean, IQ, Rosenobi combined for 36 off the bench against Brooklyn. Yeah, it's still big numbers. The odd thing, though, is you, you look at the, the plus minus and he was minus 11 for the game. All yeah. told. The, well, it was the same story against Brooklyn. All the starters were, were in the yeah. minus and the bench yeah, I mean, was that, in the positive. And a lot of that came, you know, from that, that, that first portion of the second half when they scored 14 straight points yeah. out of the gate and the Knicks didn't put up anything. I was going to say also, like he took 20, Burks took 21 shots the other night. Like that's, that's too many. Now I know Barrett was out or only played like nine minutes in the game, but, but 21 shots for Alec Burks is a, is a lot of shots. I disagree, Jaime. She got at least 30. <laughs> okay. As long as he's not doing what, what it every did, night, what I don't did have he, a problem. What did, he, what did he shoot from the field? Nine for 21. Yeah, he ended up with 25 points on 21 shots. You know, the thing about the thing about our team is we don't have, well, yeah, we have Julius, but every night it's someone else stepping up and someone else taking a bulk of the shots. There's no... Right, yeah. He might get 21 that ago. night, but then, yeah, someone else will shoot however many the next night. It's not like he's, he's not going to be taking 21 shots every game. He was just, he over those two games, he scored almost 50 points. He's just feeling it more than any other Nick. I don't mind him taking shots when he's feeling it. It's just a lot of shots. It's not a bad percentage, but. Look, if he continues shooting, you know, 44 or 46% from three, whatever the number is at right now, let him take 10 three-pointers a game like he did. You know, I don't have an issue with it. Are, are, are Mitch and RJ back to feeling better now? Are they are they okay? I don't know. I didn't hear anything today. Because you're going to hear it later. Press conference. You're going to hear it later. We got some voicemails from Ma- Ralph, where it actually made me go on Twitter and see if I missed something today, because I was just busy working. But he called tonight, like an hour ago, saying Anthony Davis got Mitch and RJ sick. Well, yeah, somebody on, on Twitter or gave said him that COVID, Ralph was right. Said. Somebody on Twitter wrote that, that yeah, Ralph like was right. Yeah, two days ago. Wasn't it Johnny Bones, I think? No, or, no, it was uh, no? one of the UK, UK guys. UK? Fandom or whatever? I'll tell you one aspect of the starting lineup that that I like and I hope it continues to improve is you, you started to see um, a good relationship between Julius and Evan Fournier, almost like what Reggie Bullock and Julius had last year where they would play off each other. And I think that's only going to get better, um, you know, as they play more with each other. You know, Evan was getting open and, and, and it's great, the back and forth between those two. They, we saw it a couple of times against Brooklyn. Did you hear how pissed like Randall and Tibbs were after the Brooklyn game about the, yes. the lack of foul calls oh, yeah, for yeah. us? Yeah. And like that, there's that hard and travel in the game that everyone was pointing out, and yeah. So that, that I was pissed off about that travel, um, but then that last you know two minute report came out, and they said it was the correct call. It was not a travel. He came down on two feet, and on those last two minute reports, 
they call themselves out all the time, you know, when they're wrong. So, I mean, I was okay with that explanation of it. Now, there was other shit that went on in that game that was fucking atrocious. Um, it was not being called evenly between both games. Uh, I mean, between both teams. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I usually don't have a, a huge issue, you know, with, with refs and it's not, you know, a big thing with me when I'm when I'm talking about games. But this game, it was it was pretty bad from start to finish. What did Julius say the ref told him during the game? The it ref told strong. him that he's not getting calls. Yeah, because because it because the fouls aren't affecting him because he's so strong and big. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, I remember like Shaq back in the day would right. right. He was told the same get thing. That treatment. Yeah, except Shaq was like you know seven one three fifteen. You know? And Shaq came out on, on on TNT that night after the game, and he's and he, he looked right at the camera and said, "Julius." Big dog, let me tell you something. He explained to Julius, he said, look, you're going to get fouled. It's going to happen. You got to just expect it and just raise your elbow, you know, into these guys. They're going to take the attack foul. You just bring your elbow up, up into them and force, it'll force the refs to, to make the call. But yeah, Bring your elbow the up thing. into them and won't Julius get called for a foul then? Well, the no, not if now? it's in his motion. Not if it's in his yeah, shooting I motion. I believe that when I see it. They'll fucking he's gotta, call that on Julius. He's got to control himself at the end of those games though. That, that technical did not... Help and things. what was that technical for? Did you miss that? I didn't. See, I I saw them call it. No, he was pissed. It was after. It, it was, was after, after the, the Durant. Durant yeah, but, well, you know, I think down in the other side of the court, he hadn't been getting his calls all night. So he, yeah, he was. It, it, no, but it did he, did he hit? Did he do something to Durant? Because Durant he, he like punched, called it. He, he punched the air. You know, okay. it was a few feet in front of the ref. He punched the air as he was complaining, and just you know, what, right when you do that, you get teed up. But I, he, I don't like that he got teed up either. I know he has a gripe and it was building up and it might have been warranted. But again, I mean, it's yeah, such a close game and every game. point is so crucial. Yeah. See, now I said that, I, you know, we, we've only won one of three games to start the show. and But I'm feeling good for some reason. So, there's something about what's going on right now. Maybe, I don't know. It feels like every week I'm a different person. And it feels like every week we're talking about a different team, to be honest. It's like the ups and downs of the Knicks well, season. But, but hold on. I'm telling you that it just feels like this is some sort of turning point. No, I feel the same thing. Jason texted us last night. I think it was like maybe like around the one minute left to go. And I think he just wanted to get an idea what we, you know, what we were thinking. You know, not, not a, you know, in such a tight game. For me, games could go either way so easily. So I wasn't about to predict who I thought was going to win the game no, at that point. He didn't say that. What he was, was wondering if we, He was trying to figure out if we were going to record the podcast last oh, night. Oh, is that what you meant by what are yes. you guys thinking? He was fucking annoying the shit out of me because he- Is he that goes, what you meant, Jay? Um, let yes. me go back and look. Yes. You said, what he do you guys like, think? Yeah. He was like, what are you thinking? Are we going to record tonight is basically what he meant. Oh, That's, I thought he uh, meant about the game. Hold on. Let me- No. Let me what see. are we thinking? It was a, it was pissing me off. I had to turn my phone upside down because you were. So I responded. You so I responded because I was to like, him. dude, there's like a one minute left in the game. It's tight. Can I just watch the game and not worry about if we're recording the show? Oh yeah, what are you thinking, Barry? That wasn't about the game. That was about. Oh my gosh. So because I, I texted Jason back, I texted him. I think that this Knicks team right now, this game, <laughs> they're reminding me of last year's Knicks. Is what I told him because that's what I thought. It had last year's Knicks feel. The fight. Just uh, they, they felt cohesive. Um, and to your point, Craig, yeah, I think this could be a turning point between the new rotation that they've got, guys' familiarity yeah. with each other, the whole thing. I think that's good. To me, it's like, you know, I think you mentioned it, I don't know, somewhere. Like it's, you know, 20 games in, Thibodeau, he's, he's seeing mm -hmm. what, what has been going on. Now he's making adjustments. He's pulling Kemba out of the rotation. He's narrowing down his his rotation. 
fucking Randall took the braids out. You know, IQ's getting super confident again. He's feeling good. Burks is a starting point guard. It feels like Thibodeau is trying to figure out how he wants this team to play and who he wants to play minutes and when. And the players are sort of starting to buy in. Um, seems like Julius Randle's excited that Kem is out of the rotation. And it just feels... Uh, I'm sorry. And, like, obviously we got blown out by the Suns, but we beat the fucking Hawks. We were on a seven-game winning streak in Atlanta. That was a huge, huge fucking win. Um, and then we... All, we could have pulled it off against Brooklyn, who's a, one of the best teams in the league, let's face it. And we are fucking they? looked... Yes. Unfortunately, they fucking are, Jay. Yeah, and they fucking totally not are. Not against good teams, they're not. Get the... F- they're, it doesn't matter. The they're like 15 the East, and 6. They're doing enough to win. They have James Harden and Kevin Durant, and we fucking almost took that game. All right, and, and we... The Knicks and and RJ was sick. Mitch was sick, and they yeah, did and like here's fucking the thing, nothing. And here's the thing with RJ: you want to say everything is, is, is hunky dory the Knicks? Well, what about RJ? Because RJ, you know, has been the one guy. Awful. You know, aside from those five games that he had scoring over twenty in five games straight, he's been horrible. So I looked up last year because we know he had a, a good year last year, a great year for year two. RJ, twenty games into the season last year, however, his field goal percentage exactly where it is. Today, 20 games in at 42%. His three-point percentage was worse last season than it is now. It was at 28% instead of 32% where it is now. So I'm not that worried about RJ, all right? Let's hope he gets healthier. And when he comes back a few days, maybe missing a couple of games away from the court, comes back in fresh, and then he'll pick up and ramp up the season like he did last year. So don't go nuts over RJ and where he's at Did you have that shit on your board? You were just reading that from your heart. I have it on my board, but you know, you oh. know when you write something down, you, you it comes to memory. So wow, you look, to at, look you. at it. I'm not that worried about him. It's just to me, it really is disappointing though that he hasn't taken that next step. You don't want to see him take steps every year. The fact that he's exactly where he was last year, right? But we saw glimpses. He seems, though. but he just seems a lot of these games. He's like, he's not even there. He's like, right? And he, he's not he's even doesn't feel back, like you forget he even exists. You know, right. which is disappointing to me. Sure. Forget about the numbers, forget about the stats, forget about how much he's scoring, his field goal percentage, whatever. It's like he's not in the he's not even in your thoughts most of these games. It's just not doing much. Is right. his defense like standing out too lately, or you think he's struggling altogether? No, I think it's struggling all around, Craig. Yeah. It doesn't jump off the screen like it had been. And his sh- his shot is regressed. I mean, he's shooting like thirty one or thirty two percent from three, I think. Thirty two. And under forty from the field, right? No, 42% from the field. Have you been paying you attention sure? to Barry, Jay? I just fucking spat it out, these Jay, numbers. Jay, are you fucking yeah, paying attention to the show? Field. You know, I'm Barry paying attention, Barry just said his numbers are exactly the same I where they were last year, and then you're like, but his shot has regressed. Not not according to basketball reference, they're not, no. Basketball reference has them under 40%, Barry. At this point last season, at this no. point this no, season- No, right now, they no. have him under 40%. He's no. not very, he's not paying attention, Barry. You know what? The other people who are listening to the podcast are actually fucking paying attention. So we don't need to go backwards and talk about oh, what Jesus Barry was just Christ. saying. You're looking at his numbers right now compared to this point last season? No, I'm looking at what his numbers are right now. Right now he's shooting under 40% this year. Bar- Barry, forget it. Oh, yeah. But Jace, Barry said that his numbers are exactly the same right now as they were at this game right, last year. But he season. also gave numbers that were wrong, though. He said 42%. He's not shooting 42%. And what he's does it under say? 40%. Oh, he's, right. he's right, Craig. He's right, Craig. He's 40%. He's under 40%. 40%. How dare you, Barry? So don't, he's don't shooting say, worse. Just pretend. Just say something. Just 
You can't let <laughs> him go, right? Maybe He's instead right. of jumping on me. I think I was looking at, for, for that particular stat, the field goal oh. percentage, I think I was looking at his career. Yeah, for that particular stat, Landy. Oh, it's, okay. All right, guys, we're going to listen to some voicemails, but uh, just to let you know, they're brought to you this week by Lightbox. Jay, do you have any, like, romantic music? Not sexy music, uh, but romantic? Romantic? Yeah, like uh, candlelit no. dinner music. I've got French. Little, little I've got Latvian. Yes. Put French music French? on. French, okay. Works. Yeah. No, that is not romantic, work. Craig. That is not... All right, that's not what I was thinking. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gifts of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price of $800 per carat. Mm. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. And we know that the listeners of the It's a Hardness Life podcast love nothing more than blush pink fucking diamonds. Right, guys? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this is a fucking perfect ad for our listeners. But maybe you got <laughs> holiday gifts to buy or something. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make an any outfit sparkle. But uh, Jay, you should buy diamonds for your favorite crumb cake. What do you think about that? The love of your life. It's only $800 per carat. Is that good? That's that's great, actually. Because if they good? had said like $900 per carat, I would have said no, but... 800 is a whole different ballgame. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. It's so odd, Blandy. It's just an odd ad. You know what's interesting? Blandy should read this because their their tagline is lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. Mm. And who's better to read that than Blandy? I'm dull. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dull. So maybe you want to do that since Barry is overtaking your crumb cake ads? Whatever you want me to do. You you just tell me. What up, everybody? It's your boy, it's DJ. Your boy. You want to hear it? Here By we the way, go. stop this for a second. Stop, 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 stop okay. pause it. This is after the Hawks win. I had to say that because this is weird coming off of a Brooklyn loss. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ. You want to hear it? Here we go. This feels so good. This feels so good. Ooh, <laughs> Sounds boy. so dirty. What a nice win against wow. the Hawks. I love how uh, Thibs played kids. Obi and <coughs> IQ had a really nice game. Wow. Especially defensively. Um, Quentin Grimes had a really nice minutes. Jericho Sims looked... Wow. What a nice dude. What a nice dude. Alec Burks. What? Our Red had a nice game. Wow. Wow. No Kemba, no Rose, no Tash, no Noel. Not so good game from Randall. And we still win this Who? against a fully Atlanta Hawks team. Wow. Impressive. Really impressive. Okay, guys, see you next time. Your boy DJ out. Is DJ not the cutest German you've ever heard? For real. Super, super DJ. Nice Ute, Ute. Really nice Ute. Wow, wow. And when the feels so good, man, I don't, that was a weird one. 
right? He slowed it really down. Really intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. Like, wow. I really wonder what was going on there. This feels so good. This feels so good, man. Yeah, now play wow. the this one. Okay. Listen to this. What's going on The one on that he here? just did. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ. You want to hear it? Here we go. This feels so good. Yeah. This good. feels so good. Like, this, this feels so good. You know yeah. what it is also? The first time it was spontaneous. Here he's trying to deliver. You know, so you're always, it's right. it's not the yeah. same thing. It's difficult. I'm into it. I liked it. You are? I'm picturing him like shirtless. Uh, uh, no. So no? good. No. Like yeah. rubbing his nipples, just, you mean? Yeah. I'm like, like he's he's finding some inspiration to get like that. Yeah, I don't know what it is exactly, but something. It's the Hawks. All right, I think that this next one, we got to really focus on what's being said here, okay? Oh, okay. All right, guys, it's uh, David from Scotland here. I've been one of your patrons, they won't call in for a while, but my English is nowhere near as good as your other Scottish fan, Derek. Shout out to Derek. I just want to say one thing. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Let's go next. What a result. Let's go. And just in case Barry is struggling with my accent, to be perfectly fucking clear, fuck Trey Young. I think that was that difficult. No, I got it. No, I wasn't. I, that I wasn't bad. struggling with your accent. I got it. Hit it, Blandy. Hey, Craig, Barry, Blandy, it's DB. I'm calling after what was a monster win against the Hawks. Um, I'm sure I'll get plenty of calls about quickly. Um, the only thing I want to mention, though, about quickly is it's all about the pressure. You know, he applies so much pressure on the other team. Uh, defensively, he was relentless. Um, but on offense, you know, he sprints up the court. Uh, he, he sprints up and goes right into the teeth of the defense immediately. Um, right away, he puts pressure on them. He breaks them down. He pokes holes in the defense, you know, and they start scrambling, you know. And immediately, he starts moving the ball. Um, and it just wore the Hawks down. You know, he wore them down on defense. He wore them down on offense. Um, Trey, you know, pubic hair, young, he was gassed by the end of the game. He was completely frustrated. And if you watch the very end of the game, the Hawks are inbounding the ball to Trey Young and quickly was just on him right away. And Young made a, a face like, Jesus Christ, get this fucking guy off of me already. Like, you know, he just, he was completely gassed by the end of the game. And, and I don't, you know, honestly, I don't care who our starting lineup is because I think there's just too much made from that. I think the starting lineup is really about pomp and circumstance at the beginning of a game and who gets their name called with, you know, with the big lights. I don't think anybody cares about that on the team necessarily. But I think regardless of who's in the starting lineup, quickly needs 25 plus minutes a night. I just think that that's what they need to continue to apply pressure on other teams. Um, the last thing I want to say is just about Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake. I've listened to your podcast for years and still have not gone to their website. I went to their website. They have gluten-free options. I didn't know it was, it was a thing. I got a, a gluten-free crumb cake. It was delicious. My whole family ate it. Um, but I have a bone to pick with Blanderson. Oh, jeez. Uh, there's been some false advertising. No, There was no explosions in my mouth <laughs> when I was eating the crumb cake. But what you were missing from your pitch is one very important detail about Clarkson Avenue crumb cake, something that you haven't advertised yet, and that's after you've eaten a, a certain amount of crumb cake in the morning for breakfast, you have a glorious shit to start your day. And that, I think, is the best endorsement that you can give for Clarkson Avenue crumb cake. Wow. Thanks, guys. Huh. huh. 
What do you so think? Do you, you think they prefer we talk about crumb? crap or, or sex with their crumb cake? What do you think from their perspective? What's the question? What do you think Clarkson? Do you do you think they'd prefer we talk more about shit during their ads or sex with their ads? What do you think? I don't think it's a great thing that you get take a big shit after eating crumb cake. That's I don't okay. think we should talk about that. Barry, you had a lot too. of crumb cake last week. Did you take a big shit after that? No, no. I, I bought two boxes of Raisin Bran and two boxes of Fiber Ones today, actually. Cause I yeah, I know you've been having... Regular. Is that because of your shitting problems? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had issues with, with getting like, clogged you haven't had up. That sa- you haven't had that I'll, same I'll go, issue? I'll like, four days between shits, so I want to get more yeah. regular. So I'm trying Weren't to you, you have four days between shits? Yeah, yeah, I'll go that four sounds, days without shitting. Isn't that good? That's... I like that. Is that not good? I don't think it's good for me. I don't think I told it's good you for I me. once went three weeks without shitting. Yes, but it's not possible. <laughs> We've been through this. You say the, do- the doctor said it's not possible, but you know you live through it. It's just, it's not possible. It's possible. What do you. <laughs> I'm sick of people telling me what I did is it's not, not possible. It's not possible. It's possible. It wasn't easy, Jay, but I did it. All right? <laughs> it wasn't easy. <laughs> I remember every night listening to Yankee games in the summer in that sleepaway camp bed having to take a shit and I would just push it back in for three weeks. <laughs> Pushing it back? Where did it go? Where did it, it go? It went back in. I don't know, but I've been fucked up ever <laughs> since, so. But you haven't had, you said you said a few weeks ago you shit like a basketball out of your ass. You haven't had that happen again? <laughs> no, thank goodness. Hmm, thank God. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, Can we talk he, about quickly, Craig? Yeah, DB is absolutely <laughs> right about Emmanuel quickly. He, by the way, these past two games, 38 minutes against the Nets, 31 mm. minutes against Atlanta. Mm. Those were the two biggest minutes, bi- biggest minute games he's gotten all season so far. Thibodeau loves Emmanuel quickly. And I've been loving what quickly has been doing and how he's been looking. And he's been playing great. He he's not forcing stuff like he sometimes used to. I feel like he's making the right reads. And again, it's a hundred percent effort on defense between both baselines. He is focused and energetic. And um, yeah, he's been so great for them. He's shooting forty one percent from three uh, this month in Van Fucking in the month of. Uh, well, not this month. In November, he shot 41%. Yeah, he brings it defensively. He's constantly pushing. He plays with that swagger, which I think the team needs, you know, yeah. we need more of that confidence and altogether. And he's, he's great on the court at the end of the game just because he's such great. a good yes. uh, foul shooter. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's Good point. He, I don't know the last game where he did not finish the game for tips. Do you? Every no. game he's out there to finish the game. He's probably the one... Beyond Randall, he's the one consistent at the end of every single game. Shits, really, DB. I want to know if DB's dog ate any of the crumb cake. That dog's alive, right? Yeah, I think we he said know, the dog Kurt. was alive. We haven't heard anything no, from the to- time? Since, since he said he died. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. No. Next. Okay. Obi fucking Toppin is all I'm going to say. Obi fucking Toppin. <laughs> That game last night, wow. That's all I got to say. I was really a little, a little nervous, all right? I was nervous. I was like, there's a lot of inexperienced players out there who quickly look like a fucking G. Obi fucking Toppin. There's a lot of fucks in here. I'm excited for this year, young Knicks team. 
Uh, hats off to Coach Thibodeau to, you know, maybe he didn't have much of a choice, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about the young squad. Even Sims. Sims was doing his thing. I was surprised. But Obi fucking topping. That's all you got to say. Okay, uh, before we talk about Obi, his other point about the young talent on this team and Tibbs trusting them for sections of games, that Atlanta game, what he's referring to is the long length of run where you had four guys on the court together, four draft picks from the last two years. Grimes, Sims, Toppin, and Quickly. Two draft picks last year, two draft picks this year, and, and Tibbs trusted them with a full, a lot of time together. So, you know, I know this season right now, a lot of us are feeling that there's a lot of mediocre mediocrity with this team. You know, we talked about how they've been a 500 team and, you know, they very well may be a 500 team this whole year. But this team gives you a lot of optimism going forward. You know, whether you see these guys that they've been drafting become staple guys of the franchise or just continue to build up their value as assets that could be dealt for someone of worth later. There's a lot to be happy about with where this team is because this team has got legs for the coming years. Yeah, it's such a so it basically it helps wash away the bad tastes of of like the Kevin Knoxes and the bad drafts after bad drafts that we've had cuz you're right this this latest crop of young players, you know, R, we said RJ's been struggling but it's not it's not that devastating because you have Obi, you have Quickly, you have Sims, you got Grimes, you got all these young, all these other young guys playing well. And yeah, I love watching Obi. It's such, it's, it's awesome that that he's turned like, you know, that it, it seems like last year he just wasn't playing that well, and this year he's kind of turned it around, and it seems like a totally different player. It's, I mean, I have a bad feeling like we're gonna end up trading him. At well, some it's point the this most year, frustrating but. thing is he's so goddamn talented. He yeah. plays well. There was there was one game. I'm trying to remember which game it was. If it was maybe it was against Atlanta. There was one game where he was ver- playing very poorly. But that was the only game I could remember all season where I felt like that about him. You know, he had a couple of sloppy turnovers and a couple of uh, defensive mistakes. And that was one game. You know, out of 21 games. And the other time, he's been so fucking efficient. And I, I just feel bad that you know that he can't get on the court. Yeah, he's it's got a goddamn shame. He's got the highest player efficiency rating on the Knicks at 20.26, yeah. which well, is he, great. He, he had 13 he had 13 points in 16 minutes against Atlanta. Yeah, he's efficient every night. Eight points in 12 minutes against Brooklyn. You know, yeah. he's efficient every single oh, night. And that's why those numbers and, are so high. And yeah. from our chat, uh, Brandon brings up a fucking great point. Have you seen his numbers from the line this year? He's what, been are, what are his stats? Because I, when you see it in the games, how how flawless those free throws look. No, and they, and they keep mentioning it. They're like, oh, he's hit twenty two of his last twenty two. Oh, and then he he's, hit another two. He's only he's on at seventy five percent for the year, but he has been making a lot lately. Yeah, his la- if you look at like his last twenty five free throws, that percentage has got to be like ninety eight percent or ninety five percent. Listen, he and Quickly are the two most exciting people on the. They're the most exciting players on this team, without oh, a doubt. By far, yeah, yeah. I mean, in in December, it's probably why we're feeling that way. In December, his free throw percentage was eighty four point four percent, which is fantastic. November, F- November. You keep saying that. Yeah, November. All right, we're talking about fucking free throws, Blandy. Next message. <laughs> next one. All right. <laughs> hello, hello. Is this is this Craig? Hello. 
Okay, well, listen, Dad. I don't know if this is if you just got me on mute, but listen, I'm listening to the podcast. I'm listening to you, Craig, Barry, and and Jason. For some reason, you know this language. This language is not kosher. Okay, and for some reason, that, uh, this next podcast, that supposed to be a Jewish mom? You call it is is not necessarily kosher. And for some reason, Jay with that disgusting crumb cake ads and and Craig with your disgusting language. It's true. Barry, you're okay, but you're kind of boring. So you know, step it up. But boys, I, I expect better. I really do. And I Barry hope you had a wonderful absurd. Thanksgiving. I don't know what you're thankful for. Hopefully it's not this podcast, but do something about it, boys. There's plenty of people out here that want to hear good Nick news and not listening to your potty mouth, all kinds of words, and, and what's with the foot, the, the, the feet, and the, the, you know, the vagina feet, I think that's what you called it, vagina feet. I'm Platypus. not going to say the other one because it's disgusting. Platypussy feet is better okay, than vagina feet. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. Barry, you look so concerned over there. Like you're taking this call serious. No, I'm not taking it serious. Just, I don't know. I have mixed uh, feelings about when, uh, you know, people are putting something on for entertainment value. I don't know how well it translates, but uh, whatever. It's all good. Play the next one. All right. Hello. I think this thing cut me off. I'm trying to say something here. And, and, Anyways, this is Jerry, Jerry Knox. This is Kevin's grandfather from uh, Bushwick. Hold on, okay. pause this for a sec. He's got Kevin a Knox's grandfather? grandfather is an old Jewish woman? <laughs> woman? What do you mean woman? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> That's an old Jewish guy? It makes no fucking Jerry. sense. <laughs> huh, okay. Hello? I think this thing cut me off. I'm trying to say something here. And, and anyways, this is Jerry, Jerry Knox. This is Kevin's grandfather from uh, Bushwick. Okay? See, I don't buy it. And for some reason, I don't buy I'm listening to the podcast and you keep saying my son's, my grandson's name. And I'm just hearing all kinds of rubbish and, and whatnot. You know, if you could just clean it up a little bit, boys, and maybe, you know, Kevin's going to come around. I promise He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna come back with the strokes on the shot. I know the hairline's coming back, but that's okay. It, it kind of runs in the family. All right, I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving and uh, and uh, you had some gabelta fish with Thanksgiving because you know you're giving thanks. Hopefully not for this podcast again. So this is Jerry Knox. Okay, now I'm gonna go now. But if I call back, you'll know why. Because of the language, Craig. Bartholomew, Jason. Bartholomew? Do better. And, uh, and remember <laughs> to make good choices. Okay, that... I'm out of here. Is that your, is that your full no. name, Bartholomew? Is that <laughs> no, the full Bartholomew. name for Barry? It's not? No. Like on your birthday, it just says Barry? Just Barry, motherfucking D, yeah. Are you sure? And, and we were very complimentary to Knox last time. We were comparing him to Michael Porter Jr. We said Knox's back was, was terrific. Yeah, you said he had a great back. So it's not all bad, bad stuff. It's true. And it's probably very straight from sitting on that chair all game long, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. All wow. Right. What a call. Last one here. It's 1126, just mm. before the Phoenix Suns versus the Knicks. And it's going to be a tough game, real challenge. We'll see what happens. 
Hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving. I know I did. Take care. Mitch Rodgers looking good against Phoenix. He may not be making his free throws, but he's doing everything else. Wow, Nick's looking pretty good. Well, that was a disaster as we <laughs> lost to the Suns. But never game tomorrow. Well, before the start of the Knicks versus Hawk game, uh, good luck, Knicks. We're going to need it. <laughs> the Knicks beat the Hawks and the Rams. All right. Fucking party right, over there. Ralph, guys. I'm sure you uh, already have heard the news that Kimba Walker is out of the rotation. I am both surprised and delighted. We're in a dog bite. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Heartbreaking loss, but boy, we sure gave it a good effort. Have a good night. So, Anthony Davis did give the virus to Mitch Robb and uh, RJ. Talk to y'all later. Ruff, ruff, ruff. <laughs> All right. Ralph Ralph's wow. in game calls. He, he's like a fucking elevator, man. Just up, he did oh, exactly yeah. Yeah. like he heard Barry what you said you wanted Craig to do, and he took it upon himself to to yeah. to do no, it. I appreciate he it. He didn't do it for the Brooklyn game, but mostly he did it. Yeah, I love the the, the, the barking. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing. The crumb cake game. Look at Blandy huh? on a news set. You just change your background to get into the Whoa. breaking news. Is there breaking news? It says breaking news in the no, background. But that's oh. that's just what I found. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> that's fucking like official. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that, this looks great. Is that, that how great. you've been? You should be doing this every night. I know. I don't know why it took so long for me to figure that out. I'm not really sure. Well, are you getting ready for a future YouTube show here or something? Maybe. It's, uh, maybe. That, oh, man, that makes me feel like doing it, just seeing you on that background. Looks good. So good. Maybe if you cleaned up your wardrobe a little bit, it would be even yeah, better. Yeah, you need a shirt and <laughs> now tie that white, or something. All of a sudden, that white wife beater don't look so great. Or not white beater, but the undershirt doesn't look so good. First of all, it's not a so wife good. beater. It's an undershirt. And that's offensive. Hold on. You know, what's, okay. you know what's funny, actually? The past few times when we've been having you know, Patreon members on to watch- and you hear that they're coming on, you scramble and you change out of your white t-shirt. Yeah, today right? I didn't give a shit. Oh, you just didn't that's care. That's a testament to uh, the audience. You're getting comfortable and with the audience. Barry that's and nice. I are always like, why are you changing? It's a white t-shirt. It's like, <laughs> you can't wear a white undershirt with people watching. You know what though? In that newsroom though, you can't. You can't wear that. Put on a jacket. Maybe next week I'll have a, just a tie that I could put on when I do the news and then take <laughs> there it you off. Go. How long would it take? Like a clip-on tie? No, I just, I keep my ties tied. Oh, you do? Uh. Yeah, because I wear one every day, so it's too much of a pain. It's to too tie much them. to tie the tie every day. Yeah. So I get them just right, and then I just leave them. It's efficiency. All right. Uh, oh, hold, start up, off. hold up. Oh, okay. You're forgetting oh, about the this. Oh, you got oh another God. one? Or is that the no. same one? This is the same one, Blandy. Okay, hold on. Whoa. The same one. Go Wait ahead. a second. Wait a second. That's the same crumb cake from a week ago? The same crumb See, cake from a, a week ago. I don't know no. if that's still good. First of all, it's delicious. That's yeah, homemade. But this is a problem, that's, Barry. That, no, no. Listen to this. Hold on. Every, Blandy, hold on. Every week now, we're going to be watching you eat crumb cake, licking your fucking fingers the whole time. It's disgusting. Well, until I finish it. This is the same one. Now, Blandy. I don't, I don't like listening to you while you're chewing. All right, I'm honest. done. I'm done chewing. Blandy says he eats these things 
like in one sitting. But yeah, see, first of all, these things do hold up. You keep it refrigerated. It's still just as good as the day I got it. Number one. Number two, there's 16 servings in one crumb cake. It's not okay. that big of a cake, Barry. There's 16 servings in it, Craig. No longer yeah, 16 last servings, me. but it's. It's, it's 270 calories serving. in a serving. How many am I going to fucking eat? He eats one in 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 that was the weirdest thing I've ever... Was that the weirdest thing you've ever seen, Jay, from him? I didn't... I don't know what was you happening. You were looking at... I got, I got concerned. I thought he was about to die there. <laughs> Barry, are you okay? I'm fine, Greg. In, 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 You right? I'm good. How long have you been having your shitting problems, by the way? Is it the whole time you've been... Like, when did you start shitting... Every three or four days, is it this crumb cake that's doing that to you? No, no, it's not the crumb cake. It was before, well, before this. So, sixteen servings. You said you opened it up early before Thanksgiving. Nobody ate it at Thanksgiving. The night before Thanksgiving, and it's really just me. I think they know to keep their hands off it because they know I like it so much. So it's really just been me that's eating it. And you just eat like one serving a day. Yeah, you're an embarrassment. I'm sorry. You are an embarrassment. All right, well, from holiday gift boxes to the world-famous crumpkins, these these crumb cakes will make you shit right after you eat them, apparently. That, that's according to DB. That's not... Yeah, I don't believe that I don't, to be yeah, true. I, I haven't had that experience. That's not advertised. So you might not want to eat them at work, probably. <laughs> Although... Or in the bike that's shop, true, right, Barry? I, I don't think that's true, because I've been eating this, and I, it hasn't and you really can't straightened shit. me out. Yeah. That's a DB thing. Yeah, you're right. Your your actual evidence that that what DB said is bullshit. Bullshit. Because you can't shit more than every three or four days, and you're eating a slice every day for the past three weeks. Mm. Three weeks. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> All right. sad. Uh, Anyway, go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNEXTLIFE for 23% off your order and whatever else Blandy's about to say. Right, free shipping. All right, so a lot of injury stuff to report here. Uh, first uh, off, a lot. How much? <laughs> Can we cut it down? Just let me do it. A lot just, of coronavirus shit, right? And yeah, there's look, a lot of big players that are out right now. The audience here is mimicking Barry licking his fingers. So anyway, LeBron. LeBron <laughs> is out for uh, COVID health protocols. Uh, LeBron said earlier in the year that he was vaccinated. So this means that he either A, definitively has COVID or had some kind of an inconclusive test. Uh, there were a couple of outlets like TMZ that were reporting that he did test positive. The Lakers have not said that. He has not said that um, either. But if it is, in fact, that he's tested positive, then it's a minimum of 10 days before he comes back, more than likely, because you need, I think, two negative PCR tests within a 24-hour span to come back before the 10 days. So we'll see. Although- you know, real quick, real quick on Twitter, someone DM'd me. Did you hear this? That there was a rumor that the night before the Knicks played the Lakers, that all the Lakers were out partying, and there were someone saw them all out, and and that like Anthony Davis wasn't sick, but he was just like I don't know if he was implying that he was hungover. Hungover. And then so so like that's like people were just a little upset that if they were out partying and then playing the Knicks the next night, 
could that, potentially if, give Nick's COVID. If there was any validity yeah, to that, you would think there, there would have yeah, been a bigger thing about questions. Yeah. All over. Yeah. Think. Someone DM me that. There'd be a million pictures. Yeah. Um, but something weird happened uh, earlier this afternoon. LeBron tweeted out, something is real, and then a whole bunch of fish emojis. Something is real fishy going on. And then that was it. Pretty cryptic and nothing since then. Like no follow-up uh, as to what that means. Uh, so I, I don't know. Mm. I mean, is this like, uh, you know, Michael Jordan's uh, pizza being, uh, you know, tainted against uh, Utah in the final? I don't know what the implication is there. Oh, but... is that what people are saying? Is that what the fishiness is well, implying? Uh, I don't people know think? if he, he's implying that maybe there's something fishy with his te- with a test result or something. I don't know. Uh, speaking of COVID, Joel Embiid came back recently after missing nine games due to COVID. He had like 42 points actually in his first game back. Uh, but he apparently had a pretty bad, there's a quote uh, where he said, I really thought I wasn't going to make it. It was that it was that bad, so, um, and I believe he is vaccinated too. So, well, wasn't there a report that just injuries, came out? Michael, I don't know if this what? is part of your news, but I think there was a report that came out from the NBA where they provided more insight with all the testing that they've been doing. That there's been about 34, yeah, players, staff, coach that were vaccinated that right. did you know test positive for COVID. Yeah, albeit yeah. most of them were you know non serious and and um you know didn't have any symptoms and this and that. But yeah, but he apparently but yeah, had it pretty badly. Right, still fucking talking with half a cheek of crumb cake. <laughs> so Michael Porter Jr. Uh, had surgery on his back today, and he is more than likely out for the year. John Morant injured his knee. He's out a few weeks. Joe Harris just had surgery on his ankle. He's out four to eight weeks. Jalen Suggs of the Magic fractured his thumb. He's out for an extended period of time. And then also today was announced Bam Adebayo uh, tore a ligament in his thumb. He's out until at least the middle of January. Wow, this uh, has become the Blanderson-Hooper injury report. Well, these are big names. <laughs> and his Cantor on Monday. Yeah, they, his, his last name is now Freedom. What's the next piece Yes, he news? became officially <laughs> an American citizen and changed his name legally to Ennis Cantor Freedom. And continuing this LeBron stuff, he said he wants to meet up with LeBron so he could educate him on China. Educate him on China. Did you, Barry? Did you hear? Did you hear that Ennis Cantor changed his last name? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just, just, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <sighs> the Bulls and the Heat each are being docked a second round pick after the league determined that they violated uh, tampering rules when it came to Kyle Lowry and Lonzo Ball, and then. Uh, last thing is the uh, Suns, who after starting the season one and three, have now reeled off 17 wins in a row, uh, knocked off the the Warriors pretty handily the other night, uh, and stand at 18 and three. Oh, and also John Wall apparently has told the Rockets that he wants back um, out on. The, he wants back. He wants to be back out on the court. Uh, whether or not they they do that, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, that's the way the basketball bounces. Wow, what a new segment, Jay. One of your best. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Wait, Appreciate what, it. Why, refresh my memory. Why is John Wall not playing? Just the team's going in a different direction. 
That's why he's not playing. Pretty much. That's it. They wanted to give time to their young guys, and yeah. Wow. That was your whole news segment, Jay. I like it. Quick and sweet. Did what I could. All right, well. Let's try to get the energy back in the show here. All right, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dorkin. And you can follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And as always, you can call us. That's right. Phone line is always open, pre and post game, 24 hours a day, in fact. 516-33-MESH-1. If you listen to our show, if you like our show, tell a friend. Spread the love. Go to patreon.com backslash hardnextlife. Jay, you want to give us the upcoming schedule? Do you have it? Sure. For the rest of this week, you just you got Thursday um, at home versus the Bulls and Saturday at home uh, versus Denver. Jay, are you are you doing the uh, Alpha on the Shelf again this year? I know you do that every year, and I yes. think I see it in the background yes, over I, there in your room. Uh, I actually have to take care of that before I go to bed. My wife reminded me like 10 times before When does that That starts now? It starts the day he he comes back the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, he Black comes Friday. back. He comes back. Yeah, you're speaking yeah, they about go into like hiding. It's an actual they go person. into hiding Christmas Day and they don't come back out until yeah, that's it. Thanks, they come back. the day after Thanksgiving. Wait, what? They go into oh Christmas Day? They go away. Yeah, you use the same away. one every year. You get a new one. No, same one. You have a family elf, Craig. They, the kids build a relationship with the elf. You name what, it. What do they? Do they? The kids build a relationship with the elf. You, you name, name it? Elf. What's it named? My elf is named Chippy, which was the name in the uh, really lame TV show, because my kids were just really lazy about it, but you could name them whatever you want. And what's you the point of this RJ Barrett if you what, wanted to. I feel like I ask you this all the time. What, what does it do? What does it do? What does it do? It, it, <laughs> it, it watches over the children and makes sure that they behave, and it reports back to Santa. Every night it flies to the North Pole. And then it comes back, and it, it, that's why it's in a new spot each day. But Santa is you, isn't it? So he, oh. so the elf. Do you have conversations with the elf about what he's seeing? No, we don't. You, I don't talk to the elf. You're not even. You can't touch the elf. You can't do anything. What do you mean you can't touch the elf? Humans aren't, aren't allowed to, to make... touch the elf. Yeah, it makes it, its it, magic go away. You're talking to human. Magic. You're talking to adults right now, Jay. So stop with the bullshit. He's telling you Are the you, story, you, Craig. See, I got out of this. I told my kids a little over a year ago that the elf, that I move the elf. I Right after I told them that Santa Claus doesn't exist, I told them that well, that's the just elf. Well, good for you, Barry. <laughs> no, not good for you. Jay, your kids still think that the elf is fucking walking around the house in the middle of the night? I just... Listen. How old my are older kids? one? Probably not. My younger one, yes. He thinks that the elf is walking around the house. Yeah, I think he does. Does, See, you, now, does, he, does he talk to Chippy? No, Does he talk to Chippy? Talk. No. My question for Barry, you told them that, not Jordana. I told them that. I cleared it with her first to see if she was okay with me so telling you them did, that. But she you was. did. See, that now that bothers me. So do your kids wake up in the morning like looking to figure out where yes, he is? Yes, they go and they look for him. And is d- does he ever show up in inappropriate places where he shouldn't be? No. Because he has free reign. He can go anywhere he wants, but... Where's he gonna go? I don't know. Does he show up like, uh, let's say, for instance, in your shower, or 
There's somewhere like that where he wants to see. Maybe he's a bad chippy. He's feeling a little bad. He wants to <laughs> no, see some bad things. It's not. No. Chippy. He Santa only goes to appropriate places. Santa wouldn't employ somebody like that. Did you have a chippy when you were a kid? No. The elf on a shelf is new, dude. It's, oh, it is that's, new? That's not something from when we were kids. Oh, I was going to say. Like, what about when your kids are like teenagers and they're like be, being boys and, uh,. They look over their shoulder and then Chippy is like right there. So that's going to be a, isn't that like, isn't that very um, damaging? I think at that point they won't believe anymore. So how do they stop believing if you don't tell them? What, what do you mean? Nobody ever told me specifically that Santa didn't exist. I just kind of And you get didn't get point. mad at your parents for lying to you all those years? Listen, Jace, his, his kids know. At some point. When you're past you like four years old, you, you realize understand. that this toy Jason, with no fucking batteries there, is not walking around the house. Isn't the there a night. part of you that feels bad about lying to them about the whole Santa no. Claus thing? No. Part of me always felt bad about it, which is why I had, I, I felt better telling them the you're truth. Just, you're just jealous. Jealous? No, what? you're 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 saying you you're jealous. Of Christmas you in your wish house that still? you had it growing up. No, you do, Jay. You do everything in your power. You're a teacher. All right. I know you do everything in your power to make sure your kids are growing up smart and intelligent and and understand the world. And you're sitting there telling them that this fucking stupid doll is walking around the house on his own all night. You're making them stupider by 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 Craig, he letting doesn't them walk this. around the house every night. He flies. Yeah. Alright, flies around the house. Like why even teach them how to read if you're gonna give tell them lies like that? Why? Again, What's the point? You, you two They're going to grow understand. up thinking this fucking doll's flying around the house, spying on them? Is it is it better? Is it better that you grow up thinking that one night of oil somehow lasted eight nights? No, is I always better? knew that was bullshit. Give me what? a fucking break. I'm not fucking No, stupid. that's a lot more believable. It actually it's is. It's bullshit, I mean, though. It's crap. What do you mean it's crap? You know it. You no. know what's... Oh, come on, Barry. Jay, Jay, who doesn't think it's possible... That I went three weeks without shitting once no, in my life. I don't think that's possible either. <laughs> but you're selling your fucking elf flying around the house to your little kids, all right? I don't believe that though. This is what I'm selling to them. I. Yeah, you're trying to expl- you're, you're trying to sell them on it. That being fucking possible. I didn't take a shit for three weeks, and I <laughs> legitimately right. didn't. It's not possible. And you're sitting here telling me it wasn't possible, but I did it, Jay. I don't. I actually. You, I was you like also that told Barry that he the sky. Gonna, I did the had to go on an egg diet. A raw egg diet. And yes, and not, he did. Because I don't no. know one other friend that's that had that either. issue. All right? Where he couldn't put on any weight, so he went on a raw, raw egg diet. No. Sorry. What other friend would have done that, Jay? I, I don't know. But it wasn't <laughs> I'm, Barry. I'm sick of having this conversation. I'm sure the <laughs> listeners are sick of it, too. The fact that you guys have teamed up to deny the truth on that is, is mind-boggling. All right? It's not true. I remember, there's two things I remember very well growing up. Oh, jeez. About Barry. One is that, well, one we can't talk about. (laughs) Well, maybe there's three. Well, there's actually a lot, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's between you and Barry and that one night in December. Actually, here, I'll I'll tell you one that I know Barry won't remember. Barry, do you remember in high school when you told me that my hairline was receding in in the boys' bathroom? It's possible. <laughs> I would say something like that. It devastated me for years, Barry. I know. I'm sorry. I I don't forget about these things. 
You were eating raw eggs by doctor's order. Like Rocky. How would I forget that? Yeah, this, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know, Barry. It makes no sense to me. I'm telling you, you were, like I said, you were the only, like, friend that needed help in that category, so... Uh, I wouldn't make that up. That's absolutely bizarre. You were because I know on, the only time you were even contemplated... You were, the you only were getting time thrown, you were tr- you were getting thrown around on the basketball court because you were just so lanky and you had to put on a little weight. So you went to the doctor. You were eating protein shakes. Nothing was working, and they they what are you they talking about. They had you do Barry, raw eggs. None, oh. I mean, none of. I think those protein. I'm actually not confident about the protein shakes, but the raw eggs. Absolutely. Uh, creatine. I was having for a little while. Oh, oh shit. Okay, oh. something's coming back here. But but I can tell you the only time oh, I even oh, contemplated wow. drinking there's a, a there's raw a egg. There's a hole in this in this fucking lie you guys are telling. There's right no hole. Creatine yeah, is different than raw eggs. You were doing creatine to put on weight. You had a to problem build muscle back then. while we were working out. I would have creatine before workouts. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm telling you, Jay. I no. would bet. I would bet so much on this. I'm not oh. fucking around. Craig, I, I can remember the one time I almost drank a raw egg. Oh, it was in Florida. This is so great. Yeah, yeah, I listen to the reason. Knew it. it is uh, the hole is opening up every time there I bring this up. There was a board game. And I've been talking about this for years. Craig, there was a board game called Dare, and you'd pick up a card who would oh, dare oh, you to yeah, do okay, something and it said drink okay. a raw egg. That was the one time I sure. fucking contemplated. Okay. I don't even think All I right. did it. Nah. I, I, so right. I would know. Okay. Drinking raw eggs, fucking ridiculous. Can we? You know what? We, I actually really want to do a lie detector. Uh, can we find? Is there anyone in the audience who does lie detector tests? Uh, you reach out to me. We got to do you a lie. You think de- I'm lying about yeah, it? Yeah, once and for all, I want to do a lie, lie detector test on it? this podcast. So wait, it's the you, you think thing. it's not that he doesn't remember, take, but that listen, he remembers take, and is lying? Barry, are you open to this? I'm going to take the money out of the podcast funds. First of all, and we're going to send. Hold on, we're going to send someone to do a lie detector test at your at your house live on the podcast. Are you down for that? Can we of do course, that? Of course. I'm on. First of all, I'm an open book. I would have no problem. All right, doing we're a lie doing that. Test about anything. We're fucking doing that. I'm, well, let's find that, someone who does. How do we find someone that does that? That's easy. They're gonna set you up with a lie detector test in your basement, and we'll do it on maybe the next show. Fine. Barry, oh, you the cool? next, within the next week, we're gonna figure we that out. We have to someone who's gonna do a lie detector test at like eleven o'clock at night in Barry's basement. Do we know anybody who works <laughs> for the FBI and, and can get their hands on that equipment? We're just gonna Google lie detector test givers in fucking Long Island. <laughs> That's what we're gonna lie detector test givers. Yeah, Should we're I Google that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what oh do you call God. what technician what is it yeah. this is question like number longest. two um is it true that you went three weeks without shitting Jay, and you know what's camp. gonna be great we're gonna get to ask barry so much shit <laughs> that's Maybe fine we should all get hooked up that'll be fun that'll be funny i think we're on to something all right, meanwhile, it's like almost midnight, so... It's the longest outro in the history of... <laughs> this music's been playing for 17 minutes at this point. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to loop this fucking music when we talk this long? How annoying you that is? you have to loop it each time? Yes, I have to find the edit points and loop it so it seems okay. <laughs> All right, until next time, when Barry's hooked up to a fucking lie detector. And we'll even ask him if it's a hard next life or not. I don't know. Ask him anything. Even asking about that, what's that bracelet you're wearing? This was a Hanukkah present. Isn't that nice? Look at that shit. Was that lanyard? Yeah. 
what oh, it's a Knicks, oh, it's a Knicks bracelet. Thing, okay. Holiday shop. No, this is legit. Oh, it's this a Knicks is, they, don't, they wouldn't sell this. This is nice. They wouldn't sell this at a school store. I don't know. It's nice. Blue and orange, and it even even on like the little tips of the lace at the end, it says Knicks on it. Even on the little fucking quality tip. product, right? How long do you have to wear that? How long? How long do you have to wear that? I no, I like it. I'm not wearing it to appease them. I like it. Oh, I can really? represent my Knicks so every day. Not a little curly. A little... No, it's blue and orange, bro. Mm. I thought it was pink, but when it doesn't look pink from here. You might want to. That might be one of those things you want to lose. No, I like relatively it. Relatively quickly. No, I, I like it. I, I like wearing right, my this Knicks on my This has gone on way too fucking long. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Holy shit. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.